welcome to Totally Unpolitical Halloween Special with me, Jake Ratcliffe. And me, Jack Cummins. On today's show we've got the world's scariest reality TV show. What else are we doing? We've also got uh, Nicola Sturgeon telling us about the terrible thing that happened to her in Blackpool in Halloween 1997. We've also got a story from Mal and Don. And Jess Phillips and Jacob Wiesmore. Don't go anywhere. Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Jake Ratcliffe. I'm joined by my co-host, uh, Jack Cummings. Uh, how is life uh, in the just, Conservative Party? I was going to ask you if it was just general. Uh, it's not too bad at the minute. I'm, I'm quite happy with everything currently going on. How is life in the Labour Party, Jake? Um, it's not been a very good day. No? Well, this isn't going out on the day of the podcast. No. So you, you might want to... Well, it might do. I don't know. I'll see how much time I've got later. Alright. But, um... It is Thursday the 29th of October as we are recording this. And... Um, if you want to know what's happened today, go and look for yourself, because I can't be asked to tell you. You know, this will be really awful if anyone's watching this and, like... No one's watching it, Jack. They're listening to it. It's a fi- podcast. Fine, then. If anyone's listening to it at some point in the, like, future... In I'm... the future. At any time in the future. Well, yeah, because then they won't be able to look into what's happening and they'll just be completely confused by this entire conversation. Do you want to tell them? Not really. Right, well, I won't then. Right. Okay, so basically, oh. there's been an anti-Semitism report come out today. There's been a load of hoo-ha about it. You probably already know the rest. And, um, yeah, and I'm particularly worried about factions reopening in the Labour Party. Um, but we're not here to talk about that because that's way too political for this podcast. Yeah, this is a totally unpolitical podcast. <laughs> So, I'm going to do polls review now, okay? Polls review. Polls review. Should I keep that or no? No. Um. So, do you prefer the Britain elects poll or the North Pole? The North Pole. Correct. Correct. Yeah. You asked what I prefer, yeah. and you knew the correct answer. Yes. Right. <laughs> Here's a question for you. Why don't polar bears eat penguins? Different poles. No, it's because they can't get the wrappers off. Uh, do you remember penguins? I've not seen them. I uh, had a penguin a few days ago, actually. Did you? Yeah, very nice. Was it fluffy? No. Oh, a, I skinned a, it. A biscuit penguin, or a... no? I, no. Oh, right. An actual penguin. Where did I you get? Where did you get it from? Poland, where all <laughs> where the... all the poles are, yeah. and all the penguins, yeah. and they've North got North Pole, North Poland, South Poland. Yeah. Uh, I got it from uh, 
Penguins North Pole or South Pole? Uh, I don't know. If the North Pole, I got it from Danzig. If the South Pole, I got it from uh, Krakow. I'm just demonstrating my knowledge of Polish geography. Yeah, you're not really demonstrating your knowledge of geography of where the polar bears are and where the penguins are. No, no, no. it is I'm completely North, useless. It is the North Pole, but polar bears live, and the South Pole where penguins live. Right then, I got my penguin from Dan. No, Krakow. 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 Is that where people are on Krakow? Uh, I'm not sure. It might mean something else. There must be some people there, you know. I had a thought, so I mean. Unless you live in the posh and doggy like me. The posh and the crack owl. Ah, yeah, there's there's no. Do you have druggies in the bottom end of doggy where it's all rough and like. No, no one can afford drugs. It's just like. Do you just steal them instead? No, no, I just snort drywall. It's a bit sad, actually. Yeah. Well, one day you might have two pennies to rub together, and then you'll start saving up to live in the posh end of doggy. You know? I don't know how rubbing two pennies together helps me save up to purchase a house in the posh it's end of doggy. It's a turn of phrase, you dickhead. I might move to the posh end of Krakow, actually. Oh. We've got penguins there. You are going up in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, I understand uh, Jack's got something to tell us about Nicola Sturgeon. Um, do you know Nicola Sturgeon? She's not on the news very much, who, is she? Who is it? Who is Nicola Sturgeon? I don't know. No. Anyway, uh, she recently told, so I hear, because I don't know her, but, so I hear that she's recently told uh, all the wonderful people in Scotland and the rest of the people in Scotland uh, not to go to Blackpool um, at the minute because it's rife with um the virus and if you don't know what the virus is then where have you been living um so yeah but it seems like a bit more that seems a bit of a vendetta against blackpool do you think so yeah she there's a good reason actually right okay go on then right picture this halloween 1997 this is where we should have sound effects Oh no, I might get sued for that one. Yeah, I don't think it really hits with the Halloween thematic either. Uh, But anyway, Nicola Sturgeon. Her house is lined with huge Union Jacks. She has a portrait of the Queen above her bed, painted with a lovely golden frame. Uh, She's very proud of it. She's sat there drinking Yorkshire tea. Um, she's watching the football. Um, it's all very, very British. Very British. Very British indeed. Yeah. Uh, she is a patriot, like dangerous levels of dangerous. Patriot. Okay, yeah. I think we got the picture. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thanks for informing me that we get the picture. Um, okay. Anyway, so stop she, shuffling, man. She she decides to turn off the football for like five minutes to watch the news. Right. And there's an interesting story. Um. 
very interesting. I will just put out to list. This wasn't in the dress rehearsal that he gave to me earlier, but do carry on with it. <laughs> Prince Philip is going to Blackpool to open a fish and chip shop. Right. This okay. makes national news headlines because it's very interesting. Yeah. If it really made national news headlines, I think people might have been talking about that a bit more. I haven't heard anything about it. it well, that's because it was in 1997. Oh, yeah, we weren't born then. No, we weren't alive at that no. point. Uh, My spies are everywhere. Mm. Very scary. Yeah. It fits with the Halloween thematic. Yeah. Uh, Boo! Anyway, so... Make it a bit halloween there. Nicola Sturgeon decides that she is going to go on an adventure. And she is going to watch Prince Philip open... A fish and chip shop. She's really British now, isn't she? Very British, She's like, like intensely British. British. Like she only listens to "God Save the Queen." Sex Pistols. That that wouldn't be intensely British. No, I mean, no. if anything, that's no. like quite. That's the only version I listen to, obviously. Ah yes. Uh, but anyway, so she's listening to "God Save the Queen," "Rule Britannia," that sort of thing. Uh, and uh, she decides that she's going to go on the bus. Put your leg down, man. Your coat's rubbing against it. No one can see it. It's a podcast. Yeah, but they'll hear it. Right. You so, don't know what these things pick up. So, she decides to go down and see Prince Philip open the fish and chip shop. Right. Very, very exciting. Yeah, you said that bit. Do right. carry on. So, she gets on the bus... And she makes the journey down to Blackpool. And it's it's not the most pleasant journey, I'm not going to lie. I mean, she does have to go to Blackpool. And yeah. it is it is on the public bus system. Which she must take a lot of buses to get from Scotland to Glasgow. Scotland to Glasgow? That, that would be a very interesting no, journey. To, from Glasgow <laughs> to Blackpool or whatever she was going Yeah, down. Glasgow to Blackpool. Um, so... Uh, yeah, it wasn't the greatest journey. I mean, we know the public bus system. It couldn't have been any better in 1997. No. Uh, and once she gets down there, she has a horrific experience. I mean, I mean, it is a bit like back in her home in Scotland. Uh, she sees this bloke stumbling off another bus. Mm. He's clearly very drunk. Uh, he's... He, Done some cocaine. He's probably, got... he's probably from um, <laughs> Krakow or whatever it's called. Yeah, the 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 bugger end of Krakow. Yeah. Uh, and he's got a heroin needle in his arm, or maybe the posh end of Krakow. These drugs are quite expensive. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, maybe he stole them from the posh end of Krakow. Or maybe he stole them from the poor end of Krakow. Mm, we'll never be able to know. Apart from in five minutes when I'm going to tell you. Okay. more about this character. Okay. okay. Um, so, yeah, he's got a heroin needle in his arm. He's stumbling about madly. You know, it's, it's not the sight she wants to see. Like He's urinating all over the place. Uh, classic Blackpool bus station thing. It's a native Blackpoolian. Really, she should have expected it. Um, but she thinks, oh, well... You know what? I'm already here. So I might she as... She's made a very long journey. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, she might as well just go and see the fish and chip shop get open now. Yeah, it's the highlight of the year, really, isn't it? It's the event everyone wants to be at. Yeah, uh, that's why it made national news headlines. Yeah, yeah. So uh, is it still there? Is what still there? The fish and chip shop. Uh, probably. Just Prince Philip still run it. Prince Philip never ran it. He opened it. Ah, right. Okay. Right, so uh, she goes up and she she tries uh, to watch uh, the chippy get opened just to take her mind off the whole uh, drugged up urinator in the in, in the, the bus, bus station. station. And suddenly, right, she stood there. She's starting to think that this holiday might actually be salvaged. Holiday now. It's gone from a bus trip to a holiday. <laughs> but, uh, uh, if I was told I was going on holiday to Blackpool by someone, I would probably have to kill them. Yeah, yeah uh, fair enough. But she was in a very patriotic, pro, yeah, pro-British mood, and nothing tells you Britain like like Blackpool. Blackpool. <laughs> That's a bit sad. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But anyway, uh. So she's waiting there for Prince Philip to come up, and suddenly she sees that bloke from before. He's stumbling around. He's still covered still in urine. urine. Yeah. Uh, some of it's not even his own. No. Uh, it's not a pleasant sight to see, and she's she's just like, oh, this will be a pain in the ass, and she she just thinks this couldn't get any worse. When she sees this man cut the ribbon on the chippy that Prince Philip was supposed to cut. And she is disgusted. And she walks up to him. And she's going to give him a piece of her mind. Right. And he turns around and it is Prince Philip. And that's why... Do you uh, think our listeners are scared now? Very scared. Yeah. I mean, Prince Philip's scary enough at the minute. I mean... Mm. Uh, so that's why she's telling people not to go to Blackpool. Yeah, it's, it's also why she hates all of, all of England. Right. Well, I'm glad that was cleared up. Yep. It only took us nine minutes. Yep. Uh, well, uh, that's how much I'm going to end this segment now and move on, all right? Okay. Right, I've got some good news for you. We can have a bit of a catch-up with uh, Jacob Rees-Mogg and, and Jess Phillips. Well, that ended in an uh, uncomfortable sexual uh, tone last <laughs> time. So. Oh, well, well. So um, this is actually, from when we record here, we're fast-forwarding because um, I've been looking in my crystal ball and I found out what goes on on Halloween night. But if you're listening to this after Halloween, it won't matter. But because just, it's just, not in the future anyway. Yeah, but just so you know, I can predict the future. And Labour will win in 2024. I don't know how, uh, but we'll do it. Uh, come on! Anyway, um, this cross, nice little cross-party relationship uh, takes another turn. Okay. Oh. So they're in the Commons canteen. Jess Phillips is not very happy at all. And here comes Jacob. 
Jess? Jess? What's wrong? What's wrong, Jess? I'm not talking to you, Jacob. Thank you very much. Oh, come on now, Jess. Something I've said? Something I've done? Three school meals, Jacob. Three school meals. Oh, no, come on, Jess. You don't expect you to actually care about children, do you? Anyway, I can't rebel against the person who made me leader of the house. Oh, Jess, I am sorry. Oh, Jacob. I can't hate you for much longer, can I? Okay, Jess, calm down, calm down. So, Jacob, I was thinking we could have some bonding by uh, going for that trip to the northeast. We could do some trick or treating if you like. I am. Um, okay, uh, I, I wasn't sure you'd be too up for that. No, 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 it sounds good. I know it's technically breaking the rules, but politicians don't really count, do they? No, no, not really, Jess, no. Um, so anyway, fast forward a bit. It's Halloween. They're in the northeast. They're in uh, an unspecified location in the northeast. And um, they knock on the door because obviously northerners can't afford doorbells. Um... So they knock on the door. Well, unless they live in the posh of the doggy. We have a doorbell. It plays various tunes. Yeah. Uh, various tunes. Various tunes, that yeah. That is exciting. Very exciting. So there's a knock on the door. There was big pauses between the knocks there so I didn't hurt my knuckles because that is just a sound effect caused by myself. Um, anyway, someone opens the door. Looks at the children and says, Why man, what's going on here, like? I thought Calloway were just for the bands, like. And Jacob says, Yes. What is she saying? Um, I think she said good evening, Jacob. Ah, right, I see. So what, Yeti come dressed as like? What did she say, Jess? I don't know, Jacob. I'm, I'm just going to text some of my northern labour friends. Ha, <laughs> ha. I thought we'd took them all from you. Not quite all of them, Jacob. Not quite all of them, you know. So she said, anyway, she said again. What are you two come as a like? Oh, I, I, I say, Jacob, she's asking what we've come as. I've come as a pumpkin, and Jacob um, has come as the most scary possible thing he could possibly come as. Himself. Aye, I did think he was a bit weird, like, you know. Uh, so, I'm, I'm actually just here on um campaign, you know, campaign. So, why you come trick-or-treating, like? She asked him why we came trick or treating, Jacob. Oh, it just breaks the ice, you know. Breaks the ice, man. It's not getting a snow yet, man. I know it's getting into winter, but we're not that far, like. 
So he says, Jess, what is she saying? <laughs> she says, I don't know, Jacob. I'll, I'll, I'll just get this text back from um, one of my Labour friends, you know. She says, um, I, I just want to ask you some, some questions, um, dear, and hopefully you can reply in English. Um, some just want to get to know the North a bit better so I can understand all these Northern Tories that keep appearing in certain places. What sort of places, Jacob? Uh, I, I, I don't think you need to worry about that, Jess. a bit jealous, you know. Jess, she's a yeah. bit concerned. Well, at least it's not the sexual tension of before. Well. Oh, <laughs> so I just want to ask you some questions, peasant. Uh, I don't want you to feel intimidated. Um, do you still go up the chimneys? The chimneys, man? Who are you talking about, like? I got a job in a shop when I was 18. I've been there ever since. Why, I had some time in a brothel-like, but then I went back to the shop, because I didn't really like it. Oh, I see, so you were selling your set? No, no, man, I was a receptionist. This were down in London. Oh, oh, right, well, I've never been to that part of London. Oh, no, 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 no. And then Jess says, are you sure? Don't you remember the first time we met? Oh, oh Christ, no. No, why and did you have to add the... Oh. And Jacob says, ha, 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 yes, very funny, very funny, yes, very funny. We actually met outside of the brothel, yes. You told me not to go in and take it back to your house and... You know, <laughs> they both start giggling together, and the the Geordie lass slams the jaw in their face. Yeah, oh Jess, what are we going to do now? Clearly, no northern person is ever going to want to talk to me. It's just lucky I booked a hotel room. Oh no. Uh, no, thank you, Jacob. I'm still a bit upset with you. I'm going to go and spend the night in a B&B. Thank you very much. Okay. Okay, Jess. I tried. I really tried. Oh, don't be silly. Don't. That's Geordie. I've gone back to Geordie. I meant Jess Phillips. Oh, don't be, don't be silly, Jacob. I was playing hard to get. Uh, That's the end now. Right, good. Can stop good. cringing. So I understand you've got some um, information about a new, brand new politics reality show called Political Dynamite. Yes, I do. Very, very interesting. Political Dynamite. Da -da -da -da. Right. Uh, yeah, it's a very, very interesting uh, new programme. So what? interesting. Political dynamite. Yes. Right, OK. So interesting that they put it on Channel 4 Plus 1. Just Plus 1? Just Plus 1. Right, that makes sense. Yeah. 
They put it on when the three o'clock news is supposed to be. They don't have three o'clock news on. They do now. They do now. They've added it in so that they had time to put political dynamite on the first one channel. Most reality shows are on at night time. That shows how unpopular it is, really, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, it actually comes on at four o'clock, doesn't it? Because it's on the plus one of the three o'clock news. Right, okay. Um, so it's not that early, I mean. But anyway, yes, yes. Uh, reality programme. It is about some of the political has-beens. Yeah. You know, the type that Theresa May's, Katie Hopkins, John Prescott's, that type. Um Pretty much the entire Lib Dems you could yeah. put on there. But not Vince Cable because he can't get out of bed in the morning. No. Bless him. Probably not. Aye. Um, but anyway, yeah. All of the political has-beens. Yeah. They're going to a two-up, two-down house. Yeah. Right? For eight months. Eight months. Eight months. How will they survive without all the ponies and all the luxuries they usually have, like Wi-Fi? Well... That's how, that's what you find out while watching yeah, the program, okay. uh, and the goal is to improve their popularity. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> uh, won't they just go on strictly, like Ed Balls and Anne Widdicombe did? Uh, could Katie Hopkins get away with that though? No. I mean, I'm seventy percent sure that she's like. She can't move from the neck down. I've never seen her move from the neck down. No. I have no evidence that she can move from the neck down. No. I mean, this program will be very interesting if she has to move yeah. from the neck down. Mm. Um, but, yeah. yeah. Um, so, there are six contestants in yeah. on starting week. Katie Hopkins. John Prescott. Ooh. Theresa May. Yeah. Andrew Neil. Andrew Neil. Margaret Ferrier. Oh. And Ed Davey. Oh. All the big heavyweights then. <laughs> yeah. So obviously Margaret Ferrier is the one who really needs to improve her popularity after breaking the COVID rules. Oh, yeah. I mean, to be fair, though, none of them are all too None of them popular. are Snow White, are they? No. Um... Uh, to be fair, I mean, there's six of them here. If there's any crew members, these are actively breaking yeah. the rules by yeah. making the programme. Uh, yeah. I mean, can't help the popularity at all, really. <laughs> um, Maybe it was recorded about three years ago and they just rigged the public vote. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just... I mean, it is politics. Would you really be surprised? Not really. But how would they have known that these have been has-beens? I mean, surely... Because you can just tell them... by looking at a person, usually, can't you? I know that sounds horrible, but... I suppose, but if Andrew Neil hadn't been I mean, sacked... By... Theresa May would have been Prime Minister three years ago, but people could still tell. Yeah, yeah to be <laughs> fair. You'd have to go back further than three years to know that some of these people weren't has-beens. Yeah. Uh, anyway... So. And Andrew Neil was always going to leave the BBC at some point. Yeah. Isn't he starting an, isn't he he's joining start, another he's start, network? He's starting his like, own news channel, like like the British version of Fox News or something. I think. Yeah, interesting. I'll have to look into that. Yeah, yeah. can we get on with this first, though? Okay. 
Political dynamite. You don't have to do that every time. I will if it hurries you on. But will it hurry me on? Just get on with it. True answer. Anyway, so yeah, you can tell already that most of these six aren't going to, you know, get along. You just repeat yourself because you haven't written anything down. No, that no. is that is a false accusation. Okay. Uh, this is all real, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent real. This yeah. is an actual program. Uh, What's it called? Uh, political dynamite. Don't you mean political dynamite? You are you, 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 you stop forcing you, that. You know, you what? Uh, you're leaving us lost for words here with your will be the political time. dynamites. Right. Um, but anyway, it's clear that. Wait, the, do you mean? Political dynamite. No, or, no, don't do it again. Or do you mean political dynamite? Which one is it? The first one. No. What do you mean no? Get on with this it. This is my segment. <laughs> I thought it was real, not a segment. Yes, it is a real segment. They have segments and like news shows and stuff. Oh, just get on with it. This is very real. And you're just totally playing. You're just playing for time now. Uh, uh, sort of. But you can't say totally really unpolitical in a sketch because I've copyrighted it. You're copyrighted. But we are current. Well, firstly, it's a word, so it'd have to be trademarked, not copyrighted. Whatever. Uh, and secondly, I'm also in this podcast. I yeah, but you're just my. To... You're just my guest host, but the thing is, you guest host every week. Ah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we've rabbited on there, and that's not what the listeners are here for. They're anyway. here for some very scary politicians. So, yeah, uh, Katie Hopkins, I mean, she's hideously horrifying. Yeah. Uh, and that isn't helped by a addiction to drugs and alcohol that is shown during the programme, which leads to her uh, attacking Andrew Neil uh, multiple times. Who would you rather see... In a dark alleyway, Katie Hopkins or Jack the Ripper? Jack the Ripper's dead, so I'll go with him. <laughs> okay, carry on with your little preview. And then there's there's Margaret Ferrier, she's Scottish, so obviously she has a drinking problem. Oh, we're going to get taken off air. <laughs> yes, we are. But That's it why it's my podcast and you're the guest host. <laughs> Uh, it doesn't matter, the Scots aren't going to complain too much about that. The Nicola Sturgeon sketch was more offensive than me saying Margaret Furrier has an alcohol problem. Yeah, but you didn't have to say, like, more Scots, did you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, she, she might have given Does away... Does she live near a distillery? Uh, yes. Right, yeah. that, right. We'll get, we might be able to get away with that now. She maybe spread the alcoholism like she spread the coronavirus. Because alcoholism is a disease. A terrible yeah. one. Um, Any more previews before we just fucking end this shit? Um, John Prescott. Yeah. Um, lifts weights and, and <laughs> fridges and stuff. <laughs> fridges? Yeah, he just carries things about the house and for eight months. <laughs> Ed Davey? What, what about him? Yeah, I don't know. No one really yeah. sees him, no. do they? No one cares about no Davy enough for him even to come on this, even to star much in this program yeah. about politicians. No one cares about so. No. Uh, 
And finally, Theresa May. Uh, Theresa May. Uh, Well, whenever John Prescott's not lifting kitchen appliances, Theresa May's trying and failing to cook with them. Right. She she acts as the chef of the house. She's not got any fields of wheat to be running in, has she? No, she she just has to burn the wheat instead. Well, that was fascinating. And you've really, really sold the appeal of that programme. So it start. When does it start? Uh, next week. Next week. What day? Uh, uh, Monday. Monday. So Monday, Channel Four Plus One, not four Channel o'clock. Four. Channel Four Plus One at four o'clock. Yeah. Right. Okay. Political dynamite. Fantastic start to this segment. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just biding your time? Right, I've got a story to tell you about um, Mel and Don. Mel and you know Mel. Mel and Don. Ah, yeah. Melania Mel and Donald. The Trumps. Ah. The President and the First Lady, you know. Yes. I... I... Have you heard of them? Uh, the names ring a bell. There's but... an election next week about um, one of them. Guess which one it is. Oh. I don't know. That's a hard one. Um, have to say Melania. No, um, right wrong. Any, anyway. I'm um, sure Donald was the it... first lady. <laughs> yeah, so Donald's... Um, Getting ready for Halloween, you know, he's he's tr- he's trying on some costumes and that, you know, because he's going to go trick or treating, you know, because yeah. it's really really um, good for COVID spreading. So obviously he's going to do that, you know. So anyway, um, he's wandering around the White House and he goes up to Melania and goes, "Boo!" And Melania goes, "Oh what?" And he goes, "Hey Melania, it's just me." Did I scare you? Oh, bang on. <laughs> she goes, no. You did not scare me. She says, come on, lady, come on. I thought that everybody was scared of ghosts. Yes, but Donald, you are just man with bedsheet on his head. Yeah, but, yeah, but, 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 never mind, Melania, never mind. Anyway, do you think, Melania, do you think it's going to scare Joe Biden? No. But I want to go round his house and I want to scare Joe Biden and I want to get under his skin, you know, and make him do something stupid. You know, like, 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 post something bizarre on Twitter, you know. Yes, Donald, because that totally works, doesn't it? It totally ruins campaigns, doesn't it? (laughs) I know what you mean, Melania. I don't know what you mean. I don't know. Donald Trump does not know what you mean. But I got some other masks, Melania. Tell me 
if you think they're scary enough to scare Joe Biden. So he puts on Dracula. Because I'm Dracula now. That does not scare me. Okay, I'm a werewolf now. That does not scare me. Uh, okay, look, I'm a zombie now, Melania. No, it is not scary. Take the mask off, you stupid, pathetic man. Okay, Melania. I'm sorry, Melania. What can I do, Melania? I'm gonna give you. I'm going to. <laughs> I'm gonna get. <laughs> I can't get out of his accent now, which isn't his accent, but it's my terrible impression instead. Ah. Um. Here, Donald. I give you this. Invisible mask. Put the invisible mask on. Okay, Melania. So he gets the mask and puts it on. Invisible mask. Uh-huh. And Melania says, Now you look petrifying. <laughs> so that's nice. Isn't it a nice little story there? Yeah. From overseas, yeah. ahead of the election. 